And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM, on this beautiful day. Good morning, two and three, with Morocco, Seth, and Mando. Tune in live at 10.30, and it's all on the road radio. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GMGM Rock Radio Yo, 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 what up, what up? Good morning, good morning, GMGM Friday, woo! February 17th, 2023 Look at that, another beautiful day to have a beautiful day I got my co-host in the house Mando, what's up? How you doing? By the way, you might want to go on spaces because your restream is broken, so let's stick to that. Mm. Yo, 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 Mando. Yo, can you hear me? Yo, can you hear me? Yo, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you want to disconnect your computer? Maybe, probably. Your your restream's not working. Uh so hold on. One second, y'all. That's a great start. No, 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 no. Echo again. Hold on. I'm here. Check. Low. You're coming in low. Very, very low. We're not really getting you. Low? Yeah. Like right your now. mic is on the other room. The mic's right here. Can you, can you hear me or not? Very low again. Very low. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> is your uh, is your phone t- turned down on the thing? Phone is turned right down. Okay, uh, on the left knob, turn your mic number one switch up. This is like no. Cold. There you go. A little less. There yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> Here we Same go. There you go. Perfect. Okay, let's go live on camera now. Uh, this is not awkward. Uh, I think I'm gonna literally run it back right now. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM, on this beautiful day. Good morning, two and three, with Morocco, Seth, and Mando. Tune in live at 10.30, and it's all on the road radio. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Yo, 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 what up, what up, good morning, good morning, GMGM, that's for you, Mando, okay, Friday, February 17th, 2023, look at that, another beautiful day, have <laughs> a beautiful day, I got my co-host in the house, Osef, Mando, Good morning. How y'all doing? <laughs> Good morning. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. If you guys can hear me, I'm a, I'm a happy man. <laughs> we can hear you actually better than before. We we hear you even very like better than all week. I love that. What's up, Ovi? How you doing? We're vibing. Oh my god, you're just killing me. Um, let me pin the video at the top as well. As usual, we're live on video. We're live on audio. Uh, whoever. 
Uh, to each their own. You pick what you prefer, uh, but we do both every single morning, and we share the screen on on uh, on video where we talk about the market, DJs, finance, and everything, and we share different topics, tweets, whatnot. But if you prefer audio, you can always stick to that as well. Uh, we're gonna probably move the uh, the video. By the way, I'm gonna start as of this coming Monday to like Twitch, so I can just like because on Twitter it seems like it's kind of complicated, but I feel like if we have it on Twitch or YouTube, it's gonna make it a little better. But 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 but. Um, but, 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 but anyways, 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 today on the show, <laughs> today, today, that we should have played the fair play, the fair video, uh, NFT, crypto and macro daily summary market report, blur volumes exceed open sea volumes. Kobe says don't trade in February. Uh Oh, what's going on there? Uh, SEC sues Terra and Duquan about time. The SEC is really coming in strong, huh? This is their month, you know? This is their month. Uh, and then, did CZ Binance really take $400 million to his personal company? Uh, so there's a bunch of topics here today. A lot of movements also. Like, it seems like um, seems like uh, NFTs had their biggest trading volume in a while and whatnot, whatnot, yada, yada, yada. So anyways, big, big week. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what to do as usual at the top. I've pinned the titles, uh, Permando's tweet. Give it a retweet. Give it some love. Let the people know we're live. And as usual, you're going to be able to earn a rock token for listening live on rock.fm forward slash rewards. So anyways, anyways, without further ado, let's get right into it. Daily Market Report. Brought to you by Rug Radio. What's the word? Hey guys, so traditional markets... Uh, pretty soft actually yesterday i think we closed one to two percent lower we're opening another 0.6 to one percent lower again today um interest rates saw quite a big sell-off yesterday i think we got out to 3.9 percent on 10-year treasuries which is the highest we've been all year it's new year to date highs and it's the highest we've been since about november last year so um the interest rate market has sold off a decent amount since the beginning of the year so it's something to keep a note of and, and keep an eye out for. And that's given the PPI number we had yesterday, the inflation number, the payrolls number. So um, the interest rate market is definitely getting a little bit shaky. I think traditional markets are feeling a little bit shaky. Um, we'll see what the numbers bring in, in the next three or four weeks. But um, I'm feeling a bit more cautious there than I was two weeks ago or a week ago, given the numbers that we saw. Crypto, on the other hand, is, is strong. I mean, yesterday while we had the show, we got to like, 25k on bitcoin we got to 1740 on eth we then saw that pump get sold um pretty swiftly right after but we we've also bounced off the lows of that move so we're just above 24k on bitcoin now i think we dropped as low as 23.5 eth is 16.75 we dropped as low as like 16.50 so um not as high as we were yesterday but you know all things considered we're still decently off the lows that we saw last weekend um, and and thus the correlation between TradFi and crypto is definitely breaking down uh, a lot, I would say. Oh, and all the other thing is Polygon, Matic is, is very, very strong. We're almost at 1.5 there. Whoa. Yeah. God damn. That's wild. That was kind of an obvious play early on, but uh, that's it's pretty wild how uh, how Polygon just jumped. It seems like, uh, wow, they're ninth now per, uh, per market cap. <clears throat> they... Uh, Past both Dogecoins and Seoul. I know at some point Doge was above Polygon Matic, which obviously um, I don't think makes too much sense. But <laughs> but uh, but it's the Solana too. But it seems like Polygon here is uh, overtaken. Uh, you know, completely up another five points I think, today. I think uh, yeah, famously 
um, they want to be the third biggest coin, right? I think that's what they always keep saying. I think so. so yeah, I think I've seen that from Sandeep so before. So if you remove all the stable coins, which make up what three of the top uh... top nine, they've got to pass Cardano, XRP. <laughs> I mean, why is XRP still a twenty billion dollar market cap? I don't know, but. <laughs> Um, Yo, be careful what you wish for, because that XRP army is gonna come after us. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> and then BNB, BNB is a fifty billion dollar market, so it's gonna be a lot to take that. Yeah. So wait, they'd have to take on. Obviously, we we don't count BUSD, right? Because that's obviously the stable. Um, yeah, Cardano. So that's thirty. What, Cardano. What, what's the market? Yeah. Oh, it's here. It's this. Sorry, it's this it's rate. Easy past Cardano, I think. Cardano's at thirteen eight. And Polygon's at twelve nine, so you know it's it seems like that could be the next one they take on. Uh, and XRP is at but XRP is way past, like you said, twenty billion dollars. What makes XRP a twenty billion dollar coin, Vando? I have no idea. I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Like I'm not trying to like shit on it. Centrally held coin, right? So this is part of the issue around the um. Part of the, sorry, uh, the lawsuit that they're, they're facing, um, like it's very tightly held, like the original management team. But um, other than that, I do not know. Huh. I mean, XRP was meant to be the original thesis behind it was that it, it was at a very high mm-hmm. um, TPS transactions per second, and that it was be well suited to like be linked with financial trading, mm-hmm. like uh, the trading financials. Yeah. But it does feel like the whole space has kind of moved on from just like basic uh, transaction per second equations here. So, yeah, maybe we should get, maybe we should get a, you know, a ripple, a ripple OG on. You know what? Why not? Because I genuinely am curious as per like, you know how everybody memes it? Like, and like, I'm just like curious, like what, you know, and I don't know better, but I, 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 I <laughs> I just, you know, they they've got you know the XRP army, uh, you know, as you all know, uh, on uh, on on Twitter, uh, so <laughs> so so uh, so I don't know, I don't know. You tell me, but uh, but that's interesting. All right, well, it looks like the market bounced pretty good, yeah. Last night, um, it's always at night that there's some stuff going on, but last night I was looking at the charts, guys, um, and uh, and uh, so you know, stuff was like at the, around the close. Like everything was started to like, you should have seen like all the red candles and like BTC and ETH, like were similar to red candles. We had the green candles that we had yesterday on the show with y'all, how everything was pumping. Uh, but around last night, like late, it was since 10 p.m., 11 p.m., I forgot. It just started like going full red candles. Like it was just really these big ones going downwards and then, uh, and obviously bounced overnight. So um, yeah, uh, looks like we have Bitcoin buff 24, like always saying, and ETH uh, 1675. So, Pretty uh pretty strong in that mark. But anyways, 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 that's that's about it on the coins market. Let's talk about NFTs. Who is the man, macro daddy of the land? Can you dig it? Yeah, GM everyone. Um, so yeah, it was one of the the, the biggest days in terms of NFT volumes. Oh, um, sick! Sorry, I just saw the Gem Web three thing on the mobile <laughs> computer. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, it's good, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think um, I think this week we've had 350 um, million of volume. Yesterday was a um, around a 90 million volume day, which is one of the highest volume days 
Um, yeah, that would be a high volume day even for kind of 2022. I think it's um, it is the highest volume day so far in in yeah. this year. Yeah, it seems like uh, the it's highest in, in actually in nine months. Uh, the yeah, highest exactly, volume in yeah. nine months. Um, that I mean, during the peak of 2022, like January, February, you saw you were getting plus 100, 100 um, million days. But then that only lasted for like a month, month or two. And then it fell away pretty quickly. So this is definitely returning to some pretty strong days. Um, that being said, it's pretty clear around yesterday afternoon. Um, if you go into like the market, not the market sentiment yet, uh, chart, I don't know if you can do that. Uh, um, where do I go? So if you go to the widgets, one of the widgets has a drop down. Where um, where is the widgets? Like above the, the rankings tables. This? He has a yeah, has a white drop down next to it. Boom. And now where do it's I go? Market, market sense. Got it. Okay. So you can see like middle of the way through yesterday. Mm-hmm. Shit, shit just turned quite aggressively. Um wow. and yeah, it looks it looks like that's when volumes kind of peaked. That's when Sentiment kind of peaked, and then since then everything's just kind of gone down a little bit. Net net on the week, like if you look at stuff on a week mm-hmm. weekly basis, we're obviously we've obviously had a strong week. Um, uh, but yeah, it definitely felt like middle of the way through yesterday, or let's say yesterday morning, you had your peak, and then since then everything kind of dipped. Um, it's still been mainly high volumes, but I would, as we said with Luca yesterday, it's it's like low quality high volumes. We like we even hear about this from like rec guy holders. Like there's a lot of, I dumped the floor into like 50 different bids and then I bought bought them all back like uh, a little bit lower, and so it's a lot of like low, low quality high volume trading where people are just farming and trying to reduce their losses the most on on some of the um the floor price moves. So it's an interesting um, it's an interesting. Uh, period right now. I, I do think that will continue. By the way, that's a medium term thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, with Blur, Blur is um, over the last twenty four hours. Like if you look on the marketplace leaderboard, broke similarly over the last twenty four hours. Like the Blur volumes are just crazy compared to OpenSea. So Blur did sixty three million dollars of volume, and OpenSea did fifteen million. So you're seeing so much of this volume is going through Blur. Um, this kind of like I said, low quality style volume, I would say. Um, so, and that's going to continue. The blur, the blur um, rewards are going to happen. The double rewards all throughout March, but then it's going to be a long period now where I think as blur becomes a more established coin, people are going to be willing to basically trade more on that platform to try and get it. So, blur absolutely destroying OpenSea. It looks like with this with this move. Um, Interestingly, the number of traders is still much, much lower, um, and that I guess that kind of says to what we just said before. Is in like the it's really just a bunch of professional or, or like whale style, style accounts just airdrop farming with massive size. Um, it seems. Yeah, I mean, three million dollars of volume for thirteen thousand traders. That's that's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, but does that, that that's with the farming, right? That's like I know, but even with the farming, right? No, no, I get it. I'm not. I'm not knocking. I'm not saying it's like not impressive. I'm just saying, like, I think it's it goes to tell you it, what would have been the space been at if it wasn't for this blur farming thing. Mm. 
question. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's positive or negative that that stands. Like, remove the farming right now. There's zero volume in the space. I don't mean to be doomer, but is that like? I think there was real volume because floor prices have gone up, right? Uh, if you look over the last week, floor prices are up across the board. But if you were to tell me that we did over the last seven days, we did three hundred and fifty million of volume. Three hundred fifty million of volume is more volume than I think we did in August of last year, the whole of August, and maybe even the whole of September. So that just puts that into perspective, right? Like we're seeing huge volumes compared to what we saw um, versus uh, versus twenty twenty two, back end of twenty twenty two. And yet, floor prices. If you go, if you do onto DJs, you do seven day floor prices. They're only up like five percent. It looks like across the board. Like I would say, an average about five percent. Other DJs is up twenty. Other than that, it's kind of like a mixed bag. So yeah, it is. It is surprising. Um, and it's probably not. Mm, it's good for liquidity. Like if you're a big bag holder of NFTs and you're like, this is this is the time you can get out um, because there's crazy liquidity happening right now. Yeah, but it it just feels like low quality volume. Yeah, yeah. I I was thinking about the reason why I'm asking you this today is because it, it was that's what I was thinking about last night. Because obviously we're in the middle of this blur airdrop, everything volumes. I was just kind of like taking my time last night, finally just like. I was just looking at the market overall. I was going through the DGENs like, and everything. I was looking at like different floors, different NFTs, and like you know, I was looking through like what's happening with the cats, Oni, like with the Mebits, because there's been a buyer actually, and the same wallet's been buying Mebits, cats, and other deeds. Um, and so it's it's a wallet that scooped up a bunch of cats, and I was looking deeper into that. Um, and then I was looking at just different aspects of the market and where we're at. I looked at. You guys and Red Guy, I looked at different bids on Blur. I was just like curiously, like just looking through different platform and everything. It's just like, and they made me think, like, if it wasn't for this airdrop, where would it be? And now look, it's it's stupid thinking because the airdrop happens and the farming is happening. So at the end of the day, it's like we could, you know, talk about what if this wouldn't be, but it is. But I'm just curious, like, how much is this volume is like artificial uh, in terms of like, you know, it's the same, you know, wallets just doing millions and millions and millions of dollars. And so I don't know. I just like obviously cautiously bullish here. Uh, but I wonder what that means. Because you know why this um, this thought started, Mando? It's because um, all of this volume is good, but there's still no onboarding into the space. And I think I got, I was listening to this on the conversation last time on the late night space about onboarding the masses and whatnot. And like, for example, about like this whole like uh, blur versus OpenSea thing that's going on right now. And that obviously we're all talking about, we had a very extensive conversation about yesterday morning on the show with you guys and looking at and a bunch of other people, which was great, by the way, if anyone's curious, can go back on Spotify, link in my bio or now, which is dope. You go on dgens.finance. You love to see that. Top left. It's so cute. It's like right there. Top left. So every day, you guys are going to update the show from the day before? Yeah. That's fire. I love that. Six. Wait, I can listen to the show live on there? Yeah. No, no. Oh, live. no way. The show is not. I know it's not live. No, not live. What I meant is like I can listen on the platform. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's yeah. so smart. Shout out to your devs. DM. Let's go. I love that. It's so it's like perfectly positioned too, dude. That's awesome. I know you texted me earlier to go look, but like I was on my computer, on my phone. <laughs> so this is cool. So, anyways, we had a conversation about Blur and OpenSea, but the thing is, they're fighting over the same thirteen thousand people you're talking about, right? None of them is building solution towards the millions of people we're trying to get onboarded, right? 
And so it's like, no, I, I still don't see this marketplace that has that shows perfectly the Instagram NFTs from Drift and all these people. I still don't see marketplace that shows exactly the Reddit NFTs, what's going on there. Trust me, there's a lot of stuff happening on the Reddit side. We know because we've been looking at this and following it elsewhere. But like there's no marketplace that shows any of the other NFT stuff that's happening. We're just showing the same stuff and the same platforms fighting over the same blood. So I don't know. I feel like we're just like. I don't know. Sorry if I sound more like Doomer lately and more critical of it, but it's just maybe this whole blur and open sea shit like got to me and I'm just like thinking about it critically now and I'm like, damn, there's two marketplaces. And it's the first time, guys, since I joined the space that, and that's a thought I had last night and I'm curious to see what you both think, where I feel like I'm not in control anymore in terms of what I have. Meaning I joined the space on the premise that I could build something and we have control as creators and founders and meaning like control over like our actions and the like, and in terms of like what we can do with this and that. And now we're at the mercy of market. I literally feel like I'm at the mercy of like another entity. Maybe this is me just realizing two years later and some people are like, duh, Farouk, you should have known this all along. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of the premise on which I decided to become a founder in the space is eroding because of marketplaces trying to fight for the same blood. That's just how I feel. And that could be wrong. I don't know what you guys think about that. How does it end? How does it end? (laughs) Dude, I don't know how it ends because you know what, Ovi? Like, Blur has some demands with regards to OpenSea right now and they're clear in their article. But the thing is, if OpenSea says, okay, we do what you guys want, right? Like, we're we're unblocking, we're doing all this stuff, we're moving from the block filter, yada, yada, yada. And, but you guys, but we go to option four, Blur refuses to add royalties on the old collections. What they stipulate is only on the new collections. And OpenSea said, well, no, we'll go by what you, it's like, we could go by what you want to do, but you'd have to accept it for old collections too. But then Blur says, but the pseudo swap, which is probably like the worst insult to our intelligence. And so, and so it's just like, we're just stuck in this everlasting, uh, um, you know, um, you know, like everlasting, you know, circle of fucking, you know, being, you know, I feel like I'm a wash traded asset right now. Does that make sense? Like, I literally feel like I'm, like, I feel like you guys, you guys are too, by the way. Boy, I mean, me is me, the founder. You guys too, you're founders in the space. Oh, wait, you're an artist and a founder. You're just another farmed asset right now in the space. That's just how it feels. Don't you guys feel, feel violated? Yeah. Those, dead ass, bro. Like, I don't know. I keep thinking about this, uh, but I don't know. Um, it's just how, how this whole thing has made me feel this week. It went from like, damn, this is annoying to damn, like, you know, what do I do with my own project to what? Like, cause you know, it's like they cut the cord. Like you're not getting any volume because you know, fuck you, you're blocking us. And then it's like, Hey, now you're just another farmed asset. Like even when you look at the, the floor prices and the influx of volume left and right, every day is a different project. Oh, today, you know what? We're going to give 5,000 ETH volume to Moonbirds. Tomorrow we're going to go and farm the doodles. Oh, wait, wait, let me farm this other thing because there's maybe a potential news of a new acquisition. Like, it's just like, I don't know. The whole space is starting to feel like very, um, very like, you know, I think what Mando says, 13,000 people doing $70 million of volume. Just kind of like, I think that speaks for, for itself in terms of uh, what this whole space is starting to feel like. Uh, but hopefully, you know, we got to just keep going. And at some point, someday, there's going to be, you know, more people come in the space and that's going to get washed away. <laughs> what else, Mando? Talk to me. What do you see on the NFT front? No, oh, that's been kind of it. Like you've seen, um, you saw checks move to uh, to um, Blur, and that's that floor seemed to go up. But other than that, most 
I think that was the only floor in the top in the top twenty uh, that was higher. Um, I think Texas is now above one ETH when they when they move to allowing blur bids, but um, everything else is just is just kind of coming off that highs. Um, still net net up, but but yeah, it's not that great. Um, ten collections above a thousand ETH. Yeah, still very very decent, and still huge huge volumes going through other other deeds. Huge. Um, yeah, I think that is heavily related to blur. Um, I think just because of the liquidity in mm-hmm. it, people. Um, it always gets like the number ones. So you just get a huge amount of the uh, farming going on. Um, so it's six thousand going through other deeds at the moment. Um, but <sighs> yeah, crazy. just not a, not a great day for NFT floor prices, and uh, just something that I think we just have to be aware of for the next for the next uh, few. Well, probably the next sixty days, I reckon. Yeah. When is the second part of the Biller airdrop? Because you now there's this thing where you can farm through bidding, right? Which is what you're talking about. Do we know when the second? Yeah, uh, I, they didn't say when the season two. Right? It's called season, season two, two now, season right? Two, so yeah. Season two airdrop. I don't know when that is going to end, but they have said it's double rewards. I think until a certain date throughout March. So, um, God, people are gonna people are gonna be farming hard for the, until then. Yeah, and it seems like they keep on shipping new products, um, and they've added trending collections on there, and a bunch of other things. Um, you know, but uh, but that's about it. It's funny trending on there. Pixelmon, uh, great, and then Milady, great. Uh, but <laughs> look, <laughs> just, it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> Where's Pixelmon? It changes a lot. It just left here. But anyways, that's that's what we, that's what it said two seconds ago. Uh, I don't know what else to expect on the on the on the NFT front uh, when it comes to that, but I guess we'll see. Um, there was some rumors yesterday of something coming in from 10KTF. Uh, I don't know if we ended up getting that. Um, that's I saw some chatter on the TL uh, with regards to like uh, the one year or whatever, um, and like G tag. So definitely, like, there's obviously a lot of stuff brewing uh, on the on the 10KTF shop side. Uh, you know, there's a lot of speculation around what the G tags are and could become a lot of people seem to speculate that it could be potentially the PFP of the, uh, 10 KTF ecosystem. But again, we don't know. And we know where they're pretty good, uh, at, um, we know 10 KTF is really good at storytelling. So, um, not too sure what happens there. Um, another NFT news. I mean, we had V friends, right. Uh, that had this whole like burn, um, and Gary V came on Twitter Spaces, I think, two days ago. Uh, and they're doing this whole Burn Island thing. Which, again, I'm not too sure what it's like. Do you guys own a V-Friend? I feel like Ovi owns a V-Friend. I <laughs> don't own a V-Friend. <laughs> I remember when they came. Oh, my. No, I'll play with you. They announced this whole Burn Island thing. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure I got. I understood what it is. But I think it's um, obviously... Related to uh, burning some of them, uh, probably uh, relative to um, V Friends season two, if I'm not uh, mistaken, is what was taken when it comes to that. So, there's nothing says announcing a progressive new expansion of the project, which will change the way that V Friends community engages with the brand through a new program called Burn Island. Mm. Yeah, I don't what... know how exactly that's going to relate, but yeah, um, it sounds like some of these NFTs are going to get burnt. <laughs> Yeah, it says here, what is Burn Island? V Friends' latest destination unlock. A deflationary platform 
that allows oops that allows vfriends nft holders to burn their nfts for physical or virtual rewards by burning their nfts through burn island eruptions holders will uncover a world of new possibilities so it's asking so what nfts can be burned token burning can be performed with any nft oh okay so that's vfriends one or two that means um, I thought it would be like a season two thing because they had 55,000 assets, but it seems like it's either. Um, however, Burn Island will primarily be used for those on VFriends smart contracts, including book games. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they have a lot of NFTs, right? In that eco right now between book yeah, games, VFriends 2, VF1, and also the tickets to VCon, right? I don't know if that's on the same smart contract, but technically speaking, that is an NFT in their, in their, in their, in their ecosystem at the moment, right? So, okay, interesting. Uh, interesting from, from them. I mean, I saw this little clip quickly from Gary V uh, on the timeline uh, from this Twitter spaces they hosted the other day, yesterday, actually two days ago, um, talking about how he's been working on this for a year now. So I guess we'll see what, what goes on there. I'm not sure what that uh, did to the, to the VFriends floor and stuff. I haven't really checked in on that in a minute. I don't know if you guys are... I haven't seen him like uh, on the on the blur uh, trend, like on any of the trending stuff. Yeah, it looks like the floor on VFriends. Let me remove all stolen assets. Yeah, it's 5 ETH. Um, and then VFriends to the floor is, let me tell you guys, in a second is point, uh, 0.28 uh, ETH right now. So I wonder what that's going to mean uh, over there to the ecosystem and the burn uh, for IRL uh, stuff on that front. But that's that's what's up uh, on, the, on the NFT side over there. Trying to see if there's anything else going on uh, on um, on the NFT side, but it seems like that's about it. Aside from Puma, that is releasing a collection, they've been you know uh, going around a few Twitter Spaces uh, over the last this last week. Uh, something I've noticed. Uh, I was on Spaces yesterday night. Yeah, yesterday night, listening to it. So it seems like it's something related related to their old collection, and then uh, to a new one that they've got coming out, which is PFPs. Uh, but they've done stuff in the space before. I remember them doing buying Puma.eth. I remember them uh, doing something with Gutter Cats, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, also, uh, and with Stadium Goods, um, which was actually pretty cool. I know the Gutter Cat stuff. I don't know where that went and what's going on there. But I remember one day walking through Soho in New York. And Stadium Goods was a very, very, very well-renowned uh, sneaker store, which is actually fire. The one in Soho, it's so sick. Uh, and on the window, I was doing NFT once. Yeah, I saw that. On the window, it was like saying Gutter Cats, Puma, Stadium Goods. So I thought it was cool. But that's because I love sneakers. Uh, so obviously not so cool for people who maybe not, don't like sneakers. But And then they also, during the Aku, uh, Micah Johnson, Dakotars, uh, there was a trait that they did. So you could get a trait. I think it was a rare trait. I meant the one. Actually, I remember that. But, uh, but you could get the, um, the famous logo, like the lines that they have. Uh, behind as like a background, but that's about it. Uh, I don't know more than that. They also did a collaboration with Chimpers and Ovi. Yesterday, I was told that's why I asked you about the football in Paris. It, are they involved in that? Uh, I'm not sure. I just know there's a Web three football thing from two till five in Paris. But are it, aren't they involved? In, I, I think someone told me OSF is talking about this football thing with Puma. Unless they're like misleading. People are involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are involved, I think. Are I they? Think I think they're Yeah, I think they're going to, I think they're going to have like shirts and stuff and, yeah. and everything there. So it's going to be, it's going to be cool. That's what I thought. Yeah. That, so they're right. So that's what they were telling me uh, yesterday. 
Damn. What is going on here? Wow, what's happening outside? Show us, Mando. It's classic, classic. Let's, let's, right. yeah, let's put Mando Man, on the billboard. Strike going on here. In, in is there a strike? Area. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. Are they striking because so they cool. can't get chicken over there? <laughs> I'm just kidding. One of those classic chicken strikes. I, I have no idea. Like, no I you before, the public school teachers have been on strike for a while. Listen. In, in Portugal. Then the, uh, the train. Oh, no. You know what this is? What is it? This isn't a strike. This is carnival. Oh, so Lisbon has like a carnival. That's fun. Um, which is similar to the Rio carnival. Um, that is actually super fun. It's very weird. Like during the Napoleonic Wars, uh-huh. um, they just moved the capital of Portugal to Rio. <laughs> they just decided that the whole of Portugal's capital was going to be in Rio. Rio in, so, in Brazil? Yeah, exactly. Interesting. And the whole of the Portuguese um, royal family moved there because uh, they didn't want to get killed by Napoleon. Huh. So... Um, you have a lot of traditions, obviously. Obviously, it used to be a, con- uh, a colony, which isn't great, but you do have a you do have a version of of carnival, which is you know February is the carnival date in hmm. in for Brazil as well. So uh, I think that sounds is, fun. This is the start of carnival in Lisbon happening. That sounds very fun. I think um, I think you should go down there with the camera live. Yeah, maybe I should. I think I you should go with the camera. You should just get down there. Like yeah. go live. Like stay live. Grab your webcam with you. And run down there, and I want to see you dance at the carnival. I mean, I'm doing it on my computer, so I can run out there with my computer. <laughs> you could probably run down there with your uh, with uh, with your phone, not your computer. Um, so, anyway, so I think like that's that's quite the roundup here on NFTs. Is, I mean, besides like just the the blur stuff that's still going down, uh, rumors on the Oni side. Uh, so there's been a trailer that was teased on the on the Oni Forest Twitter account uh, here. Um, where is it? So it says, so they're obviously like, they're doing it pretty well with the branding of this. Um, and so destruction often precedes rebirth and then it leads to the Oni Forest website here, uh, which obviously leads towards, uh, something different that is, that is coming. I listen, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, but, um, just, just, you know, give us the news already. I think like this rumor, like all the insiders have had time to buy, you know, like, now you can tell us what's going we on. We should just say, like, I, I, I've heard the rumor is that it's... it's. I think we like should start breaking those rumors because when they're six months long, they're not rumors anymore. We should just tell the rumor, people. Like, like, <laughs> there's a rumor they've been bought out by a team from Binance and a team from um, Yield Guild Games. That's what I heard. Yes. That is it. Um, and so, and and so, you know, I, I just I just wish instead of like dragging it for six months... <laughs> It's dragged. There's people who have all the information. There's some people who don't have any information. Admittedly, like it changes. Like I originally heard it was somebody else at the start, and now it seems pretty clearly it's, it's like a team from Finance. I, I, th- I thought it was Goltroy and YGG this entire time. Um, and it's, so it's like a mixture. I think it's a mixture of the YGG and yeah. like some ex Finance people. Yeah. It's just like I understand like wanting to do something special, but like it's been six months now. So. You know, it's like we get like you guys have all filled your bags, you know, like you can tell the people now, like it went from point three to fucking two ETH. You know what I mean? Like I, it, no one's going to buy your bag at two ETH on an on announcement of a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a buyout. Like it's we're, we're in a bear market. In a bull market, this thing goes after from two to five after a big announcement of a buyout. Like it's not going to happen. It doesn't happen in the bear market. There's not even enough liquidity. This is the same 5,000 people doing all the fucking volume for the entire NFT space. Like it's probably like 30 top like blur traders that are farming right now that make up probably 50% of the stats. Look, these are stats I'm making out of the top of my head. I'm sure Punk 9059 NFT statistics. 
uh, has the exact numbers, and, and I'm sure you can follow him on Twitter uh, to get those those accurate stats. But you know, we're at a stage where like you know, stop dragging it. Uh, let the people know. Uh, same things on the cool cat front. You know, uh, you know, I think I think we're at a stage where uh, people. Cool cat's getting bored. Yeah, I think like let's go. You know, like you you like you pumped the three E's. Someone came in. All of a sudden, someone buy, likes cats and buys twenty five of them. Come on, like let's go. You know, spill the beans here. You know, like like tweet about it or or put your article already because it's you know at some point like you know, I think we should just start. And every time there's a rumor like that, we should just say it. Um, that way, uh, it goes out at the same time. But uh, it would be really cool. Um, if uh, if those projects let us know. I mean, look, um, Cameron already said like he tweeted like six months ago that he's in talks with only force to buy them. I think um, here it seems February 15th. They're doing a space that he's hosting. Um, so clearly he's going to be involved in this. Uh, and I'm just curious to see who the new CEO is. Right. I think it's bullish for the project, for the holders of it. And if anything, those holders deserve it. It's always good for the holders. It's like the penguins Remember, like, regardless of what we thought of the previous management, we were like, look, it's a really positive thing for the holders of the penguins. Cause look at how happy they are now and how like, it completely turned around 180. But uh, so I think for the holders in general, it's like super happy thing um, to know that, you know, uh, projects are just going to be, you know, left for dead and, and someone new is going to, is going to come in and, and take over. But yeah, just uh, maybe just, um, yeah, spill, uh, spill the beans here. Speaking of statistics, uh, there's a switch from uh, NFT stats. You guys were talking about the Bendow token, right? <laughs> Dude, up about 8X since the beginning of the year. Um, and and stats is asking if anyone knows what's driving this. Do you guys know what's driving the Bendao token? Yeah, there was an article I think on by the block today. Oh, about the fact really? Maybe by the block. I I read it about the fact that NFT lending is like it's going crazy at the moment, yep. and it's all it's being led by Bendao. So the actual amount that's being borrowed on Bendao mm-hmm. is probably directly proportionate to the token price. So Bendao, more people are lending against Bendao than than ever. They also also they brought in the um, the staking programs, the the co-sharing of like um, staking rewards for Ape. In general, it's just had a better couple of months. Um, and remember, this time six months ago, four or five months ago, maybe they went bankrupt. <laughs> so um, I just think it probably started from a low base, and now there's some belief that you know this could be a valuable protocol, and there's a lot of people using it. No, uh, definitely. I'm, I'm, and you're right. This is the article from the blog. Um, NFT lending experiences resurgence driven by Bendow and Yugo Labs' collections. NFT lending surged in, 20, in January 2023 with Bendow rising as the biggest projects in its niche. Um, most lending activity on Bendow involves Yugo Labs, BAYC, and MAYC collections, uh, accounting for 78% of all loan value. Uh, and so they wrote an article. Yeah, it's actually pretty impressive, and if I'm not mistaken, under that tweet, you also talked about um, you also talked about RLB and their token being up. Like, how, well, you were telling me last night, how much is that up? It's like some absurd X. amount, like twenty five x. It's it's uh, here. Let me share it it's here. A similar yeah. sort of like they offer lending protocols. It's up happens. another ten points today. Are you kidding me, bro? <laughs> Oh my god! It's so annoying when you look at a token every day, and then you just see it pop, and you <laughs> you have skin in the game, and just here like looking at it like, damn it! <laughs> Is that the most annoying feeling ever? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It's funny because you guys literally have a show that's sponsored by them. <laughs> so- <laughs> 
but at the time, like the the, the, the token wasn't anywhere close. It's no, just, it's nuts for you because it's basically to own the token, you can then you can then I don't know. Maybe the carnival went wrong. It's gone a bit crazy down there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, it looks like um, you can use it to like win the rake back from, from certain things. So there's like a utility to it. So now that that is going, yeah, um, taking off, that's kind of a bit nuts. But Bendal's just similar. Like, obviously, the, the they take a share of all the profits from uh, all the activities. So this it's it's Bendal, right? Like, it's the token is is a DAO governance token. Um, so you get a share of whatever revenue is being done and. The amount of revenue going into the platform right now is very high. Yeah, definitely. In other news, um, it's mostly on the art side, though. Uh, looks like um, Andy, uh, 8052, obviously founder of Tesra. Um, I mean, Dee's talked about it on the show, right? I think it was two, a couple weeks ago when Dee's was hanging with us and, and they put the announcement out and I asked him to explain. But they obviously have their own platform coming out, um, you know, mostly focused on art. Uh, he says, okay, first Escher League. So Escher is the new you know platform they got coming out. Um so you know they're they're showing some um, some of some art that's being aggregated. And what's cool on that front is that basically it's like, well, for example, like you're trying to collect Osef's collection, right? And like you know how he has a bunch of editions across different projects that he's you know collaborated with, or like uh, different collections, like Nifty, this and that. And now it's just going to aggregate all of them into into one place, and you can go and pick out the collections and see just like a whole artist's portfolio and buy from that. I think it's pretty cool. Um, especially in a period where like 1155s for, from, from artists really started popping with the open editions. And also like, you know, it's kind of a mess across different platforms to go shop for your favorite artists. So yeah, I thought, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Here's an example of, uh, Grant Young's work, uh, being aggregated on their platform. And again, um, that? Did, pardon me. Did, he, did Andy tweet it or did these? Andy. Andy tweeted it. Yeah, Andy tweeted that um, yesterday, I believe. Yeah, uh, not 31 minutes ago, actually. <laughs> Today, uh, 30 minutes ago, he says, uh, this is our page for any NFT uh, on the platform. Ignore the information because it's all nonsense, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the goal on the, of the design is to give you the important info while keeping the artwork front and center. Um, maybe I will share the buying flow next week. So it seems like they're making some movements here on the art side, uh, which is something super cool. Uh, and you absolutely love to see that. I don't know why it's saying I don't follow Grant. Oh, I do follow Grant. Okay. See, this? there was buggy here on Twitter. Uh, but, and also on the art side, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, obviously, AOTM is having the sale of Lucy Chapter 4 uh, by Sam Spratt. And it's currently standing at 132 ETH bid. Insane. Such a good piece to look at it. It's just oh, insane, isn't it? It's, let me open it up on the... Um, An next copy. Obviously, did a new piece. No way. Two new pieces. Two new pieces. Sorry. Hold on. Wow. Okay. Seems like there's a lot moving on the art front. Hold on. Let me let me pull up this art piece by Sam first, though. Damn, it's, it's beautiful. Just a stunning piece. <laughs> Honestly, Sam's brand artwork. Oh, look! It's all the skulls. Ovi, look! All the PFP skulls that he did. Yeah. By the way, which I saw Anonymous buy one, and those are like seventy ETH floor. Uh, we yeah. were talking about it on the night show the other day with Benny Redbeard, who's quite a quite quite a fan of those and and his collector as well. Um, yeah, Sam Spratt is just like killing it. I mean, this is beautiful. Have we had Sam Spratt on the show yet? No, let's bring him on. We've he talked about it a lot, I feel, but we've never had him, right? He wants yeah. to come on. Let's get him on. 
Yeah. I, I, I literally I literally messaged you guys last week. I was like, I know. let's get Sam on. <laughs> I think I went back and forth with Sam like five times already. We played tag, you know, like over the last few months. <laughs> like, I think I personally DM'd him. Can't get hold of Farouk, right? You just can't. <laughs> now, I like how me and Amanda are like Farouk's PAs now. Like, whenever <laughs> I get a message from someone and... It's like someone I don't listen, that much. Listen, like, you can't listen. You can't get a you can't get a hold of Farouk, but you can get a hold of Farouk for me. I'm like, you guys can't get a hold of Farouk, but you guys can't get a hold of Freddie. So you know, uh, oh, <laughs> that's not, you know, that's if you know, you know, you know, you guys, you guys got contact with Freddie. That's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> um. Dude, it's uh, it's it's tough, man. Managing uh, calendars, uh, you know, and having the show and everything, and trying to get the people on. But we definitely got to get Sam's Brad on. Oh, I see. Hold on, I see Casey requesting to speak from Ordinals. I'm curious to know why Casey is requesting right now. What's going on in the Ordinals world, Casey? What is up, mon frère? Comment ça va? Ça va bien? Très bien. Très hey! bien. <laughs> Casey Rotomore, ladies and gentlemen, what's up, man? How you doing? Uh, I'm I'm good, man. Uh, it's a rare early morning for me. I woke up a little too early, so I just thought <laughs> I'd jump on here and like vibe a little bit before I maybe try to try to go back to sleep for an hour or something. <laughs> Casey, what is going on in the Ordinals world? Like, do you I, have any news to report for us? <laughs> no, I mean, I guess we're up to 123 thousand ordinals uh, sorry inscriptions uh it's uh, it continues to be out of control i i mean i don't even know i'm trying to uh get all my ducks in a row like legally um like you know the details of boring company formation stuff is like super important um so i'm doing a bunch of boring ass shit right now <laughs> yeah i'm sure um there is though while i have you on here Tomorrow, uh, I haven't announced it yet, so I may announce it now. Because uh, we getting we getting a little out. little alpha league. Yeah, you are. Uh, Putty put the alpha. I'm Putty put the alpha, and I think it's something you don't even know uh, about Casey. But tomorrow, um, I am bringing back the Farouk and show, uh, which was a show I used to host on Saturdays one on one. My special tell guest me about, is tell me about the Farouk and show. What's going so on? What is my it? special guest is Udi. Uh, and oh, somebody, okay. and somebody else, and uh, there will be a big announcement coming uh, for the Taproot Wizards tomorrow. This is the first time you hear it. It's a Gem Web Three exclusive. Uh, the Taproot Wizards tomorrow are going to announce something pretty big, uh, and apparently pretty iconic and historical for Bitcoin. Uh, and so we're going to be doing it live on the on the show. Uh, you know what time? What it's time? gonna be at noon Eastern Standard Time. You know what? I should probably Wait. tweet it out, right? Um, yeah, let me look at my calendar. <laughs> noon, <laughs> noon tomorrow. Noon tomorrow, uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, in the, oh, wait, in the, oh wait, Eastern, Eastern. Yeah. Uh, Early okay, for you, Eastern, I know, too. I know. So wait, that, that makes it that makes it like nine. <laughs> What's up, man? Though. I said, who wouldn't want to go on a space with Farouk and Udi on a Saturday to chill, uh, chill their random Ordinals connection? Hey, the next one. Hey, Taproot Wizards <laughs> are nothing but random. You can say anything you want about Bitcoin Punks, that's fine. But the Taproot Wizards. I don't know Wizards... what you and Udi are up to, but I, 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 I'm just not, I'm just possibly, not sure if I want to be on. Possibly something romantic between Farouk yeah. and Udi. 
possibly going to be seminal for the for the blockchain space for Bitcoin. Seminal? That sounds like a double entendre. Uh, actually, it's gonna be it's gonna be seminal. It's gonna be historical. Not only is it gonna be historical for um, for uh, the Tappered Wizards and Bitcoin in general, like in terms of the NFTs and the movement happening on there, and I mean that it's actually gonna be pretty iconic for Rug Radio, Mando. Uh, this company that you so happen to be a strategic advisor to, uh, and so because what's gonna follow from it is gonna be pretty fire. Uh, so seminal everything. You you need to turn bullish right real quick right now uh, on live on this show. Okay, I need you to turn bullish on this. Yeah. Uh, I, I sorry I didn't instruct you before the show. My bad. I wasn't expecting Casey to come on. I wasn't expecting to make this announcement now. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna happen tomorrow in 24 hours from now. Uh, so it's gonna be pretty iconic. Um, if you um if you um if you if you ask me, Casey. Uh, besides that, though, any, uh, you know, 123,000 inscriptions, does that mean that if you're under 123,000, you're part of history? Are you a historical ordinal and they're all valued now at one Bitcoin? That's actually a really interesting choice uh, question. So <laughs> I'm actually going to, yeah. No, no, I'm, it actually is an interesting question. I'm, I'm trying to import something from the Bitcoin ethos here. So um, there was a little bug, a little oversight, a little, little boo-boo in the code. And it caused Ooh. some inscriptions with low numbers to be hidden or not recognized, essentially. Interesting. And yes. And so the, if we were to fix the code and show those inscriptions um, and make them appear again, it would bump up the numbers of all the inscriptions above them. Interesting. Oh, wow. So you're rugging everyone. So you, yeah. So literally everybody's rugged, Casey. Is that what I'm getting out of this? Well, so here's now we get to the interesting point. There's kind of two ways to solve this, and I think that it's uh, it it kind of is uh, it's a kind of a community question at this point. Uh, one can say so. On the one hand, we could leave them hidden, and we could say, "Listen, you people who wanted to make these inscriptions, right? People tried to make the inscriptions." Uh, they paid the fee, but they got the D. They didn't get the inscriptions. So we could say, listen, like you guys are, uh, you know, you these inscriptions didn't appear, but we're not going to make them appear. So that'd kind of be unfair to them, right? Or we could make the inscriptions appear, but then it would bump up all the numbers after them. I think basically every number after like five or 600 would increase by 10 or something. So then imagine you have, imagine you have inscription 1000, right? Uh -huh. And then you wake up one morning and it's inscription 1006. Like that wouldn't, would not be a good day. Huh? Okay. Uh, so, wow. That's uh that's pretty wild. And what are you guys going to do to remedy to that? I, I, I think we should put it up for uh, just a little, you know, discussion. You guys can decide real quick. Do we rug, like, who do we rug? Do we rug the people who published and or tried to make an inscription but it didn't appear or do we rug the people who got a particular number and uh they maybe attached to that number you know there were some good numbers that were attached to good inscriptions like what do we what do we do mm, i think attached to their numbers yeah people are attached to their numbers at the same time like we might just want to see the world burn and so you can go for either one especially in Bitcoin, wait wait just, just a second just a second for roke and is that Mando or OSF? Or yeah, so I have, I have, yeah, so I have all three of them uh, come in. 
Uh, oh, got it. I got it. Got, yeah. got it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, got it. Got it. Because we're live on video at the same time as audio, so I'm basically we tap all the audio together. But I do have Ovi and and, and Mando both uh, with me got at it. the moment. Got Ovi, got who it. do we rug? Yeah. Who do we rug? Snap decision. Mm. <laughs> this is this is for Verocas. <laughs> you really hospital pastored him there. Like. Yeah, I did. Ovi, who do you want to rug? Um, I don't know. What are the choices? What would you say is your top choice? Of course you did. Yeah, you're so good at this shit. I can tell. Were you that kid in Dude, school I'm where a, you get past the question I'm, to? I'm literally, I'm literally a born black. I've blagged my way through life. <laughs> I know. Blagger. Trust me. I, I, I noticed that. Choices? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the options. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, What's just, your top choice? <laughs> my top choice. I think, I think people are very attached to the numbers, Casey. Like this whole thing, like this entire fucking time has been about numbers. Just like ENS type thing. It's been about... The earliest inscriptions been about the top hundred inscriptions, but top one thousand inscriptions, with top ten thousand inscriptions. And Frank came and said, "All oh, hundred thousand first inscriptions are are valuable." And then you know, next person is going to come and say, first half a million inscriptions are historical NFTs." And then ZK is out there saying the first million. So um, I think, I think, um, <laughs> I think, I think you rug, um, I think you rug the people that are not part of the numbers thing. All right, uh, rug radio has spoken. Baroque has spoken. It shall be so. There you go. Be done. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. This is historical. One once again. By the way. Seminal. By the way. Seminal, bro. Come on. Seminal. Actually, but so it's a good thing you said that. That's actually kind of uh, that's like the Bitcoin way. Actually, is like uh, if you fuck something up, it's like on you, and you have to deal with the consequences no matter what, even if it's like. Uh, I got to like manually hide these inscriptions so they don't bump the numbers like that kind of nonsense. So I'm glad you said that, man, because it would have sucked to have to fucking rug the community so hard. Oh, man, it's uh, it's pretty wild, though. It's a, it's an interesting. Got um... Got your back, you know? Yeah, it's, it's actually really nice, interesting. Nice. Dude. Wow. Am I seeing this right? Did. Uh, wow. This is really cool. Coldy made a piece. Oh, look at that. In, oh yeah, the one, the one that I that I that I retweeted, or yeah, yeah, that that's one of the sick. sickest things I've seen. Yeah, I, really I pinned sick. this tweet that was like, uh, well, you can read it. Like, ordinals haters can protest on C, uh, C Street and Cope Avenue, or they can build. Uh, yeah, that was a that's one of my favorite pieces I've seen so far. It just captures this like raw kind of look. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, it doesn't help that it's my face. It's flattering, you know. Yeah, it's uh, I I think it's iconic. I mean, Coldy did a fucking piece in your honor and inscribed it as a as a one of one ordinal, and he says in honor of the inventor of ordinal NFTs on Bitcoin. I think that's pretty gangster, uh, honestly. Uh, that is really yeah. cool. It, it's inscription yeah. one two four five nine nine. I mean, he's about to find out that that's inscription one two five nine nine nine, right or something. No, like no, that. no, we can't rug. We can't okay. rug. No okay, rug. No rug. One, okay, two, three, rugging. four, five, nine, nine. What is it? What's One, two, be four, like forever? five, nine, nine. Okay, cool. So we're yeah, not rugging got, Cody. And it's got the double nines at the end, which is kind of yeah. sick. That's historical. That's historical. The double nines at the end, that's it's definitely historical right there. And so All right. if... All right. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> Casey, I've been talking about the show we had with you last week all week long. Yesterday, I was telling people to go back and listen to it because it was so fun last Friday. Awesome, um, <laughs> dude. Awesome. Awesome. I don't want to blow up your spot if you guys have like, what's the next, what's the next segment? What's the on, next on segment? Radio? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, we have some breaking news here coming from Nick uh, directly. Uh, Nick of the Nifty Portal. So I guess we may as well uh, tap into breaking news. This just in. Rug Radio. Breaking news. Breaking news is that NFT Nick is out there uh, angering all of the NFT space. Uh, once again, shout out to Nick uh, by reporting this news saying, breaking news, an hour ago, so I guess it's not so breaking anymore. Uh, Fluff World is raising its $700 million valuation and thus acquiring Cool Cats uh, per, uh, per Nick. Um, and so... Then he denied it. And then he denied it. And then... He this says, I had as well, so. today I'm the boy who cried wolf. I, I don't think you are, Nick. I, I, I'm not sure you are the boy who cried wolf, um, Nick. We should text him. We should text him and tell him uh, to come on the show uh, to talk about this. But what do you, what do you guys make of this, Mando Ovi? I had this rumor about five months ago. <laughs> and then I don't know if it, it was true or not. So maybe, maybe, maybe it's now come to fruition. What are the, uh, I did what hear the that Fluff World have raised a really high valuation. I don't know about the valuation of Fluff World, but Didn't this rumor last year. Yeah, Fluff World. Did they just re-raise? Fluff World actually like low key do a lot of the tech for a lot of other projects. They have, I think they have like a uh, ASM maybe. They they do like a lot of like three D render stuff and and metaverse building stuff. So I think it's probably the team behind them. But um, if this is true, this is true. But this is something I heard a while back, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why people are attacking Nick on the timeline right now. Uh, if you're mad, maybe, like, I don't know, go look into it. But why the fuck do you think Fluff World and Cool Cats are pumping at the same time? Like, just go on any, like, you know. Is like, Fluff World pumping? Fluff World is up to three ETH, bro. They were one of the only people that pumped over the last 24 hours on your own platform. I saw yeah, it on yeah, DGENs. So, um you know, I just I just find it interesting how how people are quick to to come there. I mean, we do remember the iconic Nick and Peel spaces back then, uh, reporting on things. <laughs> so I think that's why people are coming at him on the TL. But you know, um, listen again. But see, this is all happening uh, because once again, there's all these like chatters in the background for nine months about the same project being bought by 25 different people and eventually someone's going to tweet it out you know can you blame him yep i mean like i think this has been out out there for for a bit right i definitely heard this a while back so so maybe maybe this is actually true maybe now. they didn't acquire them and they invested in them okay uh but you know it's uh, it's definitely like I don't, I don't think Nick is 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 uh, is. Uh, uh, I also heard that Animoca bought them. I also heard that that um, who was the other third person who bought them? It's like been several potential buyers of Cool Cats, right? Uh, I don't know. I just find it funny. Um, I just, I just find this uh, interesting on the timeline right now to see people, um, you know. To see people not, uh, you know, not be so happy. Uh, the head moderator, though, at, uh, at Cool Cat seems to be denying it, as if the head moderator would know what happens with the project's acquisition. Uh, so I don't know uh, what's, what's going on there, but there's definitely a lot of friction uh, on the timeline right now. Hey, markets are up, everyone. Come on. 
Look, Ether's at 1669, all right? So you can all relax. Even Bitcoin's over 24K still, okay? We hit 25K yesterday, so we're good. Speaking of news um, and and uh, and rumors and whatnot, Mando, um, it seemed like this news that was shared 50 minutes ago, Binance will consider delisting tokens from any US-based projects, including Circles USD coin. It seems like this has been, um, it seems like um, this news came out an hour ago. It seems like CZ has already said that it's a false news. Oh, is he? He's already denied it? Oh, wow. Yeah. It, this is insane. I, it, are we back in this like cycle of like fake news, FUD, and everything with regards to crypto? I, I would say this probably has some truth to it. Here, like, 52 Binance, seconds ago. Binance right now, why would you be listing coins which are under the remit of the US government? Here, like, look. They're, they're very, very clearly going to be going after yeah. it and going after Binance, it seems like. And I'm not a big Binance um, like huge proponent. It's not like I'm sitting here going, loving Binance, but... If I'm then, that's what I'm thinking. I'm going like, well, I should try and make it less US focused in, in terms of the coins and the and the collateral which backs the exchange. Yeah, I mean, this is exactly what we said about we think that they might be buying Ethan Bitcoin because mm. if it goes down this route, then it could get a little bit messy for them. Yeah, it seems like the market sold off a little bit on the back of this news, but um, 52 seconds ago, like a minute ago. Binance, uh, CZ tweeted, we pulled back on some potential um, investments or bids on bankrupt companies in the U.S. for now. Seek permission first. That's what he says. He's removing and true, he's though. removing I I, bankrupt tokens uh, from his exchange. Yeah, but they're literally threatening all these stable coins. Like they even publicly said Binance that they're looking at reserves of other stable coins and in the last 24 hours i think you've seen russia and you've seen japan both come out and say that now we're going to be actively exploring stable coins um so don't be surprised if finance moves away from the u.s and that's just like that's just natural right yeah that i they mean would try and do something like that yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know better, so I'm scared to, to, to talk about things like this, but I guess we'll see what happens then. But it seems like a lot of FUD right now. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, general, generally, like, within with the fake USDC news the other day that we reported on as well, like, we were like, yo, what the fuck? Like, Fox is getting involved in this and reporting fake news on USDC and then, like, all the stuff about around, uh, I don't know. It's just like, it's just, it's just a lot right now, right? And with the, with the SEC and this and that. Uh, just quickly, Casey, I see your tweet. Boys, we've made it officially to Bitcoin history. Mando OSF, uh, Casey Rotomore, the founder of the Ordinals on Bitcoin, just tweeted out, snap decision with Farouk, wrecked Mando, and OSF wrecked. The Ordinals project commits to immutability of inscription numbers. So breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> we have decided uh, on behalf of the whole of Bitcoin NFTs that we will not be rugging uh, your uh, your ordinal number. I mean, Casey. Wow! Congratulations on this historical moment. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Yeah, and I uh, I uh, I added an additional tweet below it that just kind of explained the technical context because I know sometimes I like absolutely like go ape shit on Twitter and people are wondering if I'm like on drugs or like in a mental <laughs> hospital or something. Uh, you know, uh, fortunately they take your phone away when you go to a mental <laughs> hospital. Um, but how uh, do you know that? Listen, listen, listen. Okay, <laughs> experience. <laughs> so, uh, like, uh, so, uh, oh yeah, so, so yeah. I wanted to add that extra tweet to be like, there is some 
technical backing behind the decision and give some context, you know, because uh, I do take things like that seriously and take collectors who have a long-term value seriously. And, and, and like, I think, you know, I was kind of leaning towards doing that anyways, but it's just more confirmation when I hear somebody say, yeah, everybody's attached to their numbers, you know? Yep, 100%. Casey tweeted, there was a bug that hit some inscriptions around 500 to 600. If we unhide them, it would bump all the numbers up uh, by 10 to 20. To avoid disruption, we have decided to not unhide those numbers. Thank you, Rug Radio. No, thank you, Casey Rotomore, uh, for coming on the stage this morning out of nowhere and making history with us. Uh, we're really happy. This is so f- <laughs> I think I broke Farouk. I think yeah, he's going to get a ton of DMs now from from uh, oh, oh my god! As if the Bitcoin Maxis didn't hate me already because I'm they're uh, they're in the audience. They're seething. They're seething and they're coping. They're coping, and guess what? They're about to cope so hard in 24 hours when Udi and I break. <laughs> you know, we're literally like I know what's happening tomorrow. Obviously, we're literally going to break shit tomorrow. Okay, all right, and, all right. Uh, you, you're going to rip a perfect four mega. It's uh, yeah. it's we're we're not gonna rip a perfect for Mega yet, though we have ideas with regards to that and putting uh-huh. audio on the Bitcoin blockchain. Mm. I have uh, a video that I have in mind yeah. that I'm like, yeah, I'm like, ooh, that, that'd be a good for Mega. We're know? definitely chatting about how we can put a whole show on the chain, uh, ooh, and, but it would ooh. run me one or two BTC, so I may think twice about that. You, but we're you guys thinking, you guys thinking Opus audio compression. I, well, I'll, I'll, I definitely need to talk to you on Saturday after the show to see what we can do. But the thing is what we're breaking tomorrow. If you can see uh, in the title of the tomorrow's uh, Twitter spaces with uh, with Udi, it says Farouk and Udi and. Mm-hmm. And there's Ooh. a special guest. And so, it's, it's, a, it's a witch. It's a female witch. Is it a female witch? I, I, don't, I think it's a, I, I, I don't appreciate you assuming the gender of that witch. Um, no, this is Casey. This looks, listen, listen. I have a hat. It's hard to tell with witches. You know, they got that hat. It covers a lot. <laughs> <with> you know, <laughs> I'm definitely playing with you. Wow, this show this morning definitely took a turn. I definitely don't know where I'm supposed to go next. Let me go and just go per Mando's titles. Um, oh yeah. Um, wait. Um, wh- Mando, take it on. Where are we going next? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I don't even know where we are. Um, Kobe um, said not to trade in February, but we're already mid-Feb. Or is it is I it know, time for like trending, market talk or something, today. or we passed that? I think we passed the market talk, right? Yeah, yeah. we did. Um, it, it was something that he said at the start of the month, said so don't trade in February, and it seemed to be trending today. About, um, I think that guy Gabriel Haynes called him out and was like, what did you know beforehand? And there was like a tweet read about it. But um Seems like a strange because Rebby's been nuts, right? We've gone up, down, up, down, up. Um, it hasn't been the best, I think, for traders. So it was just it was a it was a strange moment, I think, uh, that's kind of come up again today. And then the other two things were, yeah, was that CZ. So there's a Reuters article yesterday that CZ took um, four hundred million dollars out of um, an account linked to Silvergate, which is like a uh, one of the crypto banks, which has um, since been under heavy investigation from the US, um, and moved it to his own personal trading company, basically. Um, Interesting. Now, this this seems a little like what uh, SPF was doing, right? SPF was taking customer funds and putting it into Alameda and Uh-oh. whatever the hell he took it. Um, but there seems to be something along the lines of that he moved $400 million 
Oh. Um, to his own personal CEO. Um, if you just type in CZ Binance, it will come up. CZ Binance. Uh, I'm trying to type that in to see what's good. Uh, but no, because now there's all the tweets coming up about how CZ's fighting with Watcher chat, Guru. Uh, oh, there you go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you sharing the article in the chat so I can share uh, my screen here. Wow, definitely all over the place. What a chaotic Friday. Is Mercury and Gatorade today or something? Uh, I don't know, uh, but there's definitely something oh. happening. Um, this is 2021, so it's a while, it's a while back. Exclusive. Crypto wow. giant Binance moved $400 million from U.S. partner to firm managed by CEO Zhao. Um Okay. It's not a great headline. <laughs> That's definitely not a great um, headline. I feel like we're just, there's something, a force out there is out there to get us lately. I don't know how you guys feel, but I don't know. This is very weird. This is what happened. This is why the market sold off yesterday. So this came out. Oh, um, that's why. Yeah. yeah. This, you may have missed it, but yeah, it came out yesterday afternoon and the market started puking afterwards um, mm. because everyone was like, oh, fuck, is, is this, are we, are we going to do this all again now? Um, now it does seem like this was like an old investigation potentially. Like mm. it seems as though all the companies involved here, Silvergate, Merit Peak, which is the company he moved it to, um, and this BAM trading company have all been under investigation and there may already be a fine coming mm. for this. So maybe it was, this is like a bad headline, but <laughs> there may be some innocent investigation, but, um, it does look like they, they, they quoted some high-level finance U.S. executives. Um, so the CEO of Binance U.S. at the time, Catherine Coley, wrote to Binance finance executive in late 2020 asking for an explanation for the transfers, calling them unexpected and saying no one mentioned them. Where are those funds coming from? She wrote in one message. Um, wow. So it just looked like, I don't know, this isn't, this may be fired. This there's clearly a lot of um, I don't know. There's a lot of fired around. It's frothy, right? Moment. Yeah, there's a and lot. So this may be a misrepresentation of what's happened, but um, it looks like Lee wrote that Merit Peak was a vendor that facilitated trading in the U.S. So, Got it. And Silvergate as well as so has all, all its own issues as well. So. This may have been Binance protecting its deposits. This may have been something more dodgy. This may have been just, just like a simple transfer that then got transferred back. I have no idea. But this, the headline and the details are meant to, you know, take you to the worst possible scenario that he's potentially appropriating funds. And um, yeah, that's why that's why crypto sold off yesterday. So, huh. wow, good to know. Um, I guess we'll see what happens in that front. In other news, uh, let's take it back to art. All right, because uh, Ovi did mention something about XCopy, right? And we don't get these often now, okay. uh, which you love to see. Ovi, you want to take this on? Um, what, just the new XCopy draw? Yeah, it's fire. What do you think about it? Yeah, it's, it's really well, fucking he has, sick. He has two of them. He has one that says LA whenever. I saw that. He has another yeah. one, which is called Mesco Tetro. And you only really get the Mesco Tetro reference if you're from the UK or, or have visited the What's UK. Mesco Tetro? Mesco Metro. Mesco Metro, yeah. What's Tesco, Tesco Metro? Tesco is like the most, well, one of the, the top supermarkets. Huh. Uh, and the Metro is their like smaller versions that they do in like cities. So he made two one-of-ones? I've never seen him do that. Like like that? Like, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Huh. Interesting. I wonder what, um, 
Yeah, it looked like classic yeah. X copy one. This right? is yeah, this yeah. is such an X copy. Very, very, very abstract. Very abstract. Yeah. It would be fire to have X copy mint on ordinal, wouldn't it? Sorry, inscribe. Um, that'd be pretty historical. Casey, we gotta make that happen. Um, but um but fooling with fooling with uh unmuting myself. I heard you say ordinals. I was making a coffee and I was like, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that would be cool. No, he, he didn't do one yet. You can make yeah. an inscription, yeah. That would that be, be yeah, that'd be I'd gangster. That would, I mean, you know, that'd be insane. Yeah. So that LA whenever piece, the bio says, you know, that's a description. And the Mesco Tetro piece. The you know, he, he, does, does, he must have like a team that he works with, like a team of technical people that handle the, the tech stuff. I don't know. Um, <laughs> is, is he like, is he like hard and on? Like nobody knows who he is, or is he kind of like open uh, secret is, and on? He's hard, hard and on. Yeah, he's hard and on. Oh, he's hard damn, on. that sounds seminal. Yes, <laughs> does. People have met him. Uh, people have met him. I think. But, I heard uh, he's a milkman uh, IRL. That's his real job. He's just a regular, regular family man. You know, damn, uh, living a regular life. He's a milkman. He delivers milk every side of the so morning. So he's a time traveler too, like from the fifties when they had milkmen. Yeah, exactly. He's a time traveler. There milkman. were rumors that he worked at a Tesco, so maybe that is his reference. That is oh, his reference. oh, I see. Mm-mm. Gas station attendant, and he's got like a little tablet under the counter, you know, for the art. Uh, that, I love that. I absolutely love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Uh, I think the, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna dip. I uh, I don't want to blow up your guys' spot any further, but uh, thanks for thanks for having me on stage. This is fun. And uh, you- what's up, Goldie and OSF Mando? I still. I love your guys's. I love your guys's presence on the show. I still haven't figured out which one is which. Like, I know one of you does more like market talk, and like I can't, I can't tell. And today you're you have literal duplicate hoodie skeletons. So OSF uh, and Mando still like it's a full. It's a and you're both talking out of baroque space, so it's like a full on mystery to me. And you're both British, right? Like. And you both have like kind of neutral accents, so like there's no there's no placing you guys. It, identical. OSF gets away with murder. OSF gets mm. away with murder on the back of this. Like he says nothing will show, and then people think half the time it's him talking. That's pretty much exactly what happens. <laughs> Wait, OSF is he even there? Is he even listening? Yeah, they're both there, but OSF's never listening. We, He's just we actually there. both just spoke there, but I guess you didn't realize. <laughs> okay, here, let, let's do it one more time before Casey goes. Here, you got to get you gotta get the voices right. Ovi, okay. do you want to say something? Yeah, what's up, Casey? This is Ovi. This Ma- is OSF. Oh All right, Mando. And this is Mando. No, come on, guys. You're fucking with me. No, <laughs> they're not. You're fucking with me. It's all, yeah, like... <laughs> Wait, okay, okay. Ovi. Yeah, that's me. Mando. Yeah, that's me. Got it. Okay, no, Mando's a little bit lower, I guess. You know. Yeah, Mando's Mando's the oh, one with yeah. the with the with the that get that has all the audio issues every day, and Ovi comes out clean. That's easier for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Mando's a, Mando's like a mic fumbler. Yeah. If you've listened to this show, you've probably only heard me, though, to be honest. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. I'm putting the pieces together. I'm putting the pieces together. <laughs> oh, man. All right. This is way too much fun. Uh, yeah, tomorrow. Maybe I'll be in the audience. I don't know. I'll try to make it. 
Yeah, you should you should uh you should definitely come by tomorrow at noon uh, Eastern Standard Time with Udi. Thank you for coming, Casey. That was fun. Come by anytime. Thanks, guys. We're always here. Yeah, love morning. you guys. Love love you know the Rug Radio Nation. Uh, yeah, one of my like that. I said like I said before like honestly, one of the two podcasts I listened to before ordinals uh before like dropping before before inscriptions getting popular you guys and a, a smaller podcast uh can i show yes of course yeah of course mm. nft catcher pod uh just great little pod used to have two hosts now only has one because great host she took some time off for personal reasons current host is michael keen who michael talks keen. mostly ab- yep. yeah and he talks about he's a lot of like latest episode is like deep dive on nft ticketing which he knows a lot about like t- event sales and stuff so great great little pod yeah he's great um ovi michael king's the guy that we smoked a spliff with at uh at uh yeah, at, uh, at the um, pepe yeah, that, been on that, that tracks I was that, on that tracks podcast, yeah, when, yeah when, it definitely tracks we were like well, yeah. yeah we were looking for weed and he comes out of the way like, well i got a bunch of joints and we're like oh well okay then <laughs> 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 we all got super high uh and then looked at uh we all got super high and looked at looked at uh and looked at pepe's yeah, all day, pepe's all day. Yeah. that was fire oh wow like x, copy, x copy just dropped another one of one oh, all right guys shit. i'm out of here see i'll you, see you later appreciate you dude i uh, see you, casey guys done three one of one another one of one yes this look at this it, it, five minutes ago wow I like the third one the best. I, I reckon. I reckon he has a buy what? for all of them. What he's, the he's a, fuck? He's calculating Kyle five wormhole. Is he just playing? Up Shout to out to Ryan Koopmans for texting me real quick saying, "Yo, check a super rare." So if I refresh here, yeah, three. There is LA whenever uh, that was minted at. Uh, let me tell y'all, at nine fifty-two a.m. this morning, there was Tesco Retro Teto Mesco Tetro. Sorry, that was minted at three twenty-two p.m. Yes today and then this morning so just now five minutes ago it seems like x copy just um i think i was i view these as like a set of three you know like um he has that piece called lies and there's like three different variations of it yeah that's kind of i'm this is not exactly the same because they all do look different but kind of like given the names like aisle five wormhole and 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 Mesco Tetra, it kind of feels like they're, they're meant to be as like, you know, considered as like some something together or a set something. Yeah. Um, I like this is my favorite one, R5 Wormhole. That's yeah, definitely. This one's the best one. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty uh um I don't know. It's uh it's uh, it's pretty um it's pretty int- intriguing to see what's going on. Uh, has he ever done something like that? Yeah, I mean, he's done it. If you look at his, some of his older one of ones on Super Rare, he does have some which are like, um, but which were released at the same time. And but it's a big like, deal now, I guess, right? It's so big. It's a different deal now. It's yeah. a bit, much bigger deal now, of course. Yeah. Look how cool this piece is, bro. Wait, is this piece a mix of the two other ones? Uh, look, look. I wish they were on the same line. Where, what is Super Rare? Kind of, they kind of. Look. It looks more similar to LA Whenever, doesn't it? Those diagonal. Can I lines. put them on the same line? No, of course you can't. Which makes I you s- wonder: Is there going to be a fourth? Uh, interesting. So did he mint it? Today? When was when was the first one minted? Uh, the yesterday. first one was minted yesterday or two days ago. Yesterday morning, and then the next one was minted yesterday afternoon, and then this one was minted now. Huh? Look, it literally looks like a. 
mix of both. Look, I wish they were on the same line, but they put grifters on the top. It's like pinned like that. But even if I go by newest, right? Yeah, it's by newest. So interesting, right? Huh. And it's called Ale 5 Wormhole. Obviously, already a f- <laughs> Uncle Penny bags. Oh, shut up, dude. You guys are. S- <laughs> you guys are mean. Get a gallons. You can stick to like Le Get a gallons. I'm going to stick to the Get Okay. You screw you both. Okay. Screw you both. Um, wow. This, this show today is so chaotic. There's so many things happening during the show. Uh, different type of news and whatnot. Um, it seems like um, description call for assistance. Okay. Um, okay. So it seems like S. Copy is up to something. We don't know what he's up to, but he's up to something. Uh, and that's for sure. Uh, and I love to see that. It's super fun uh, to see X Copy doing stuff like that. I, I want to go and look at the one you guys have. I keep asking you guys which one it is. I know it's a Uniswap looking one, but what is it called? We've got two. We've oh, got yeah. Two. Thank you. Thank you. We've I got, get um, <laughs> We actually got one called Wrecked Guts, believe it or not. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's yeah, so sick. That. But which one's the one of Hayden Adams right that you guys have? Um, the one of Hayden Adams is, is um, it's not on Super Rare, actually. It's, oh. It was a nifty gateway drop, but it's on OpenSea. Damn, this one is crazy, bro. I swapped five pieces for this piece in May 2021. I remember your iconic trade tweet. I remember you yeah. tweeting about it. I, I remember that. That's cool. You guys should change that, by the way. Um, it still says the great Mando on your uh, on your super rare. Yeah. I think that's about it. Um, the timeline right now, guys, is uh, extremely angry uh, at uh, at Nick uh, for uh, you know apparently breaking the news. Uh, I guess we can finally say it. I don't think Alnick is lying. I understand Cool Cat holders are being super salty and pissed off right now at him for doing this again, but I think you should be pissed off at uh, your team for not communicating anything ever um, and hiding things from uh, from you as holders uh, with regards to acquisitions. Uh, first, they hit the fact that they brought in Anamoka and whatnot uh, and, and Kent yeah, uh, back in October 2021 so that they literally sold part of the company. And second, um, they're hiding the fact that Fluff World did, in fact, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a stake, an investment, an acquisition, whatnot, so I don't want to fake report myself, but there is something going on with Fluff World. So uh, I didn't want to say it. We definitely don't want to talk about it, but Nick put it out there. And so I just want to put it out there for my fellow, you know, uh, media, media man, uh, Nick, uh, who actually does a really good job every morning uh, and does, I think it's net positive here in the space uh, that, you know, um, I think people should direct their anger towards somewhere else uh, rather than Nick. Cause I don't know. I kind of want to say something there. I would like, I don't, I would never buy cat on the back of news like that. I would go for fluff. Cause actually fluff world, like fluff world is actually a very, very big company in the space. Like they're doing crazy shit. Like with regards to everything they've built with Aaron and his team. Like, I I mean, you guys know, you guys have done a report on them early on. Right. Um, I think. Yeah. We did, we did a lot on uh, fluff world early on. I was a big fan. Yeah, it was, a, it was a proper team. Proper um, team with some like pedigree in the space. But if like when Yuga bought Punks, Apes ripped, right? I think if if these guys bought, what was the name of the the, the company again? Behind? Uh, wh- what do you mean? What's the company behind? Uh, Futureverse. Futureverse. What's up, Jonah? Yo yo, how's it going? So Jonah, you put out a cryptic tweet <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Uh, Jonah Blake here, ladies and gentlemen, who put out a cryptic tweet himself yesterday saying, uh, let me find your tweet here. 
Um, your tweet reads, I usually have alpha uh, on NFT projects. I'm not trading on this alpha, FYI. What I can say is there's an unexpected NFT PFP project already on the market, well, two, that are about to get very, very large funding, likely larger than Doodle's funding. I'm now assuming that you were talking about Fluff World and Cool Cats. So I, don't, I won't say anything. So I guess we all run media businesses. Mine, gaming years, general, Nick, more like sports betting. The thing is that I was told, and I'm not saying it was this company. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying I was told that I had to keep it very quiet which I've, I've known it for about this particular thing I'm talking about for about three to four months. I've known it. I've heard it from not one, but like 15 different people. So whoever, whoever's running comms, they're very bad at running comms. Um, But what I would say is the tweet was actually an accidental genius move because there were a bunch of other VCs who wrote 10 different PFP projects who are all raising. And now I know all their valuations. Which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. Is it true that they're raising at seven hundred million dollars? I, I was I the the people who told me things that could or could not be about this project said I could not tell anyone, and I'm usually a man of my word, so I will not speculate or comment on anything other than the funny engagement post I had yesterday. I will say that um, I'm curious as to who was Nick's source because that's interesting. I had yeah. over five hundred million. Uh, that that room was doing the round. Can we finally talk about this? Like, god damn it! Like, you know, you see what I was saying at the beginning of this show. It's funny you're here, Jonah. Now I was saying at the beginning of the show. At some point, all these rumors, 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 rumors. Six months of yeah, this, this, that. At some point, like someone's gonna talk. The, the thing and is, it's Nick like, just um, all right. So there's two types of media businesses. Either you're fishing for like alpha, and you're the breaking news. Like we have reporters type of media. Or you're like, I guess the type of media that we are, which is like, we're highly curative, we're talking about larger themes. And uh, I don't know, here's the problem is outside of my current company, I do have a fund. And in the fund business, you're as good as your word. And when someone tells me things, and they tell me not to say it, I, I won't say what the actual numbers of anything are, because you're literally as good as your last deal or your last um, conversation. And if you burn those bridges, there, there, you will have no deal flow. You'll have no access to anything. And so for me, I, I run a, a fine line between knowing things I shouldn't know and being careful about how I speak about things. What I will say is um, I am not the first. If I were to do this post and I was the only one who knew about it, then I think that would be unethical. But the reason I made the post was because I have heard this from 20 different people. So at this point, it's not even really alpha. It's, it's literally not alpha. Like literally like why? Like it's the second time cats go on a run. If you guys noticed that in the span of the last month and they went from two to three and right back down to both times. It's the second time they go on a run. This is no blur engagement farming. Sorry, not engagement farming. <laughs> this is no blur airdrop farming. Right, because that those people that have been buying cats, and that that's the ones I was saying I was looking at last night, because that same wallet bought other deeds and me. Well, that, that, so that was the other reason for why I felt so. Like I don't, I trade here and there, but I think you understand this because well, you run it a, a little bigger version, well, actually significantly bigger than what I do. But mm-hmm. I have a media company, and I understand there are things that you and I can't do because the nature of our business does not. At least for me, I can't. I can't trade on a lot of things that I know. 
which is why most of my trades in the financial world happen on the stock market. Because like if I NFT trade a lot of the things I know, um, there's a lot of issues with that running a media business because then you don't get information brought to you because when you're front running, you can't do media and front run markets at the same time. Doing that, you you probably kill both sides of your business. So you have to make money through sponsorships, ads, all the other stuff that you're doing here, which, which is great. Um, what I will say is I think if it were to be something like that's being discussed here today, the names that I'm hearing, there's a lesson that can be learned here. And the lesson is very simple. The art does not matter when you're talking about a 10,000 project. There, people value things based on the look of the art when things may or may not be tech companies. And they don't realize that the, most of these pieces of art are not on chain in the same way that a rare artwork is or these ordinals are. And the metadata can be changed at any given time. You're just owning a link. And so I encourage people to look at projects that are not just beautiful works at art when you're considering the 10 KPFPs, obviously when it's, you know, normal art, then that should be a factor. Yeah. I mean, are you, are you shilling fluff world? Cause they look absolutely terrifying right There's now. There's a lot of projects that look terrifying. So oh. that's why I said that. I'm, I'm kidding. And, and that's something I've talked about a lot before. It's like, I, I always say how like good Aaron and I've been on space with Aaron. We want to get him on, but just time zone wise is terrible. For New Zealand time, is but crazy. But they're, like, those guys they're an smart. incredible team. They're, very smart. they're an incredible team. They're probably one of the top, they're, they're performing on Yuga level. Like they're doing well, crazy shit. Yeah. I have no bags, by the way. I, I am a holder of zero bags. And the reason for it, um, Jonah, is because the rabbits always scared me. The, I, I was so, um, so like, I have, um, <laughs> I have a I know someone who has over 70 fluffs and he was well, this was months and months ago way before any rumors were speculating this was like 5 6 months ago and I said why and I said these things are hideous I can't have this in my wallet and he's like he's like I'm not doing it for the art go look at the team and I'm like I'm looking at the team and you know they're incredible uh, founders this, this is not their first rodeo and uh, they operate way more than just this fluff and and by the way just for transparency i don't own a single fluff so i'm not pumping my own bags maybe i'll have to just dox my wallets just so people can see but um i don't you may have to at this stage i'm, uh, I'm happy please. To because uh, i really like people think i make a lot of money in nfts i don't i have my company and i make money through sponsorships and media i love but that my my current money is made through our our fund on the outside and it's yeah uh, i i also I found out that I also had another project that I didn't. So I found out I accidentally pumped another one, not on purpose. And I felt bad. So I sold all seven. Well, I didn't sell them. I gave them away to our community. But the other one that I gave away was a, a company called Homa Games. And they're like, why do you own these seven Homa Games? I'm like, yeah, maybe they're 0.08. You do realize they raised $165 million, right? <laughs> Dude, it's so wild. Um, it's it's actually crazy. I've had a cool cat listed for about six months now that nobody wants to pick up and some more rare ones. If someone wants to pick it up on the back of this news, that's uh, you the definitely other bad welcome thing to. for Oak. Like that's another thing people don't think about is um like when you people get grails, like you're not thinking like a trader. So if you buy grails, you have to think like a long term collector because tra yes. traders only buy floors because they're just buying the average of a floor. That's all they're doing. Oh man, this is so funny to me. Uh, what's going on right now? I had to put a tweet out because it's so funny that the Cool Cats community is like the Discord mod denied it. If your Discord moderator is aware of BizDev and MA, sell it. 
You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the Farouk, I bet they don't even know who, who the- actually runs Cool Cats. I know, I'm sure you do, but people don't actually know who really runs it. Bro, this company literally has swapped hands no, no, in no. terms you know, of who I runs the scene since October 2021. I can't say anything publicly. When Kenneth came yeah, on board. So, so yeah, so I, maybe it's that's who people know publicly, but people haven't done background on who actually owns Cool Cats. Well, I don't even know. I stopped looking when I bought. I sold out uh, of the project. You'll learn. Uh, a, you'll, personally. you'll learn a lot about future goals if you find out who actually owns it, and it doesn't take a lot of research to do. Uh, yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I, I'm sure if I looked more than ten minutes or just do, made one or two calls, could figure it out. But it just got you know, Jonah. And I know we're going over time now, so we're gonna shut down soon. But it just got tiring at some point chasing the news on the acquisition because it's been going on for a year and a half. I mean, Nick and Peel got caught in a pickle last year when they did a whole spaces saying that uh, the Cool Cat sold and people knocked them. But guess what? They were right when they reported that news. They were just six months late because it had sold in October 2021 part of it to uh, to Ken. What's his it's name? A, it's, Remember, it's I had sold to, to press a very them? powerful individual. It sold to and, and I hear he's a, a nice guy. And I've heard from from friends. I don't know him personally, but Ken Ken Cron is a is. So people don't clearly people don't know his background. Do you know his background? I I looked up into it back then. He's a chat. He's one of the Uh, the inventors of World of Warcraft. Yeah, he's a fucking chat. By the way, Primala, who's a Web3 investor, and she knows quite a bit. She's pretty smart. She's told us that it's pretty much Animoca that owns Cool Cats. Um, Can you confirm or deny, John? I don't know the exact cap table, but uh, (laughs) well, well, I mean, I. But I will say this: there are a lot of other projects PFPs raising in this market after the stuff I got sent yesterday, and it's they have varying valuations. Pretty, pretty crazy. You learn actually, it's an interesting, uh, interesting insight in terms of how teams view their value, especially because I saw two that had like very similar brand and value, and both valuations are like the total polar opposites. So it's funny how like there's no. Um, in, in tech world or in any other industry or like in stocks, valuations are very comparable because they follow like the larger market trends or larger market capitalization. But it's so funny that even though NFTs are under a billion, no one follows the market capitalization of a market under a billion. So you have some people valuing themselves at several hundred million dollars, but it doesn't make any logical sense to me because the mar- if, if, if the market's only about a billion dollars and you're raising several hundred million dollars, then you believe by definition that you're at least 20% of the market sales, but the volume nor does the trade show any indicative evidence of that. And so like, there's so much mispricing in the market that either you're going to get amazing deals or you're going to get rugged. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. Uh, this whole thing, I got someone messaging me saying, but, uh, but remember he reported that before but the thing is when he reported that before he was also right he was just six months late uh and nobody wanted to talk about it but fujo uh just like the tweet of mine from may 26 2022 responding to the cool cats asking them to give us uh the truth behind who actually owns the brand with ken cron at the time they were hiding him and now they're hiding this it's just like i just that's what it is to me it's like it's like you know at some point like just like just just be upfront with it and, and just just say it how it is. I understand with paperwork and stuff you can't uh be too upfront. You, you with can't, things. they're not going to. You can't, There's you can't. Nothing. No, you can't. Exactly. You cannot. No, you they're cannot, just gonna have but... to sit there and be angry because like it's a. Uh, it, here's yeah. the thing, and 
you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And I, for and, and so I'm not the one who brought like, uh, trust me, like there are people, there are at least a hundred people or 30 to a hundred people that knew this even before me. So like, I'm not the leaker. I can tell you right now. I know this because I know who I heard it from and I know who they heard it from. I kind of know where it goes back to. But what I can, <laughs> this is what so I ridiculous. can say is the problem with releasing any information about any asset, I'm not just saying this particular thing because I'm not going to confirm or deny anything. What I will say is, if you do that, you you become Ryan Carson, and Ryan Carson made. <laughs> I I actually think he doesn't mean ill will. I think Ryan just I don't know what's going on mm. necessarily. But the problem is, like you cannot announce a raise before final closure documents. It's like not only is it unethical, it would point to fraud. Like the reason being is when you like because these can be bought on the market. The if you start announcing deals before they're officially closed. And close meaning sign. That doesn't mean they need to have a capital call, which is a different thing. As long as they're closed, you know, the ink is dried. It is literally like horrible business practice and you can get in a lot of trouble for it. So yeah. they will not, they're not going to say anything until ink is dried. Of course not. No, of course not. And you should never talk before the ink is dry in general. That's like general rules of business, right? You don't announce things until, that's why sometimes I'm like, y'all got to wait to our holders. I'm like, I can't talk about certain things because you you don't want to front run the news, and then what happens? Because what happens next, Jonah, is the thing goes falls apart, and you know, uh, you know. But here's the last thing about that. Here's the other thing that people don't consider. I like I I'm not a great trader, but I I tend to like to read. I just like to read the market because it's fun. Like these behavioral things. The thing that's different about this market than the stock market is when quote unquote alpha is somehow spread, even though it's not ethical and in many cases also not legal the news isn't necessarily priced in because there's so many people in this space that talk. And because like these people are not really trained as traditional traders or like the, the other part is the retail market is not so large that the like the impact is small is that anything that is quote unquote leak or anything that's a raise that's announced. Usually the assets are already priced in because most of the people that know have most of the volume in the market anyway. So there's very little for a retail trader to actually make off of, news like this because it's priced in usually a month before you even know about it yeah it's uh it's uh it's you know it's uh it's pretty funny uh but anyways i understand some people are mad uh, especially people on cool cats council that just realized that being on a council doesn't get you any information uh prior to anyone uh because there are people that need to sign paperwork before anything goes live but anyways uh that's it uh, you know, Nick did what Nick does. You know, it's Nick at the end of the day. You know, and and he did it. You know, he fucking he tweeted it out. So what? And he removed the tweet and he did that. So you know, but it's just it's just funny to me. All this is is comical. Jonah, we're laughing because you weren't there being on the show, but we're saying like, look, Oni cats, like, you know, get with it. You know, like put your news out already because the market like is public, it's transparent, right? Um, and so, uh, you know, uh. You know, and uh, and so it's it's just uh, it's uh, it's just it's just hilarious uh, to me how this just always happens in the space, and uh, and I don't think it's necessarily there. But anyways, anyways, anyways. So that's about it. Uh, we are a little over time, but that was another fun show. Though chaotic with a bunch of news coming in and out. Uh, you know, all day. We'll see what happens with Cool Cans Fronts. I'm sure we'll have something to report to uh, on Monday. We're we wait on our end. We're gonna wait to have like official announcements from official you know accounts before we report anything on here it's what kind of like what we 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 prefer uh uh we we, we prefer to do 
because you know it's uh, it's just it's just uh you know it's um it's just and it's just uh it's just what it is and you know and I think that you know people should not fight on timeline over this. Uh, it's not necessary. It's just because again, like you have an example of just bad comms, um, you know, and that's it. It is what it is, you know. And at least, um, if anything, you should be happy because it's going to the right hands. <laughs> if anything, uh, I have my absolute great full trust in the in uh, in uh, in Aaron and in, in the Fluffword eco. Though I don't even have any, but you know what? I should go pick up a fucking Fluffword and back with this uh, because they're actually a really good team that we should be supporting. But anyways, uh, on that as well. Uh, one last announcement, I guess, for today. Uh, I have to tweet it out, I guess. I have to go on the Rogue Radio account right now and, and put it out because the token proof link just came through. But uh, Ovi and, and Mando, I don't think uh, I, I don't think he uh, he's uh, on here anymore. Though I see the, this black uh, figure on the on the screen. Uh, we will be doing an event at NFT Paris in exactly a week from now, and our event sponsors are Yuga Labs and Improbable, uh, and so it's going to be a Rogue Radio vibes in Paris. Uh, at the Rasputin, I'm about to put everything out. There's going to be a raffle for 120 people. So we're raffling tickets, not first come, first serve. We want to be fair. Uh, for Yuga Labs uh, asset holders, for BAYC, for uh, MAYC, and for CryptoPunk holders, as well as Rug Radio Genesis holders and Rug Radio Faces of Web3 holders. So we are doing our own event. Uh, we're doing it with Yuga. We're doing it with Improbable. Uh, there are going to be goodie bags. It's going to be fun. Herman Narula is going to come. Garga is going to come. And it's going to be a beautiful uh, cocktail, happy hour type of thing. The canapes and nice drinks, if you're over 18, of course. And uh, and a lot of good times. So that's going to take part place from 6 to 9 p.m. in Paris uh, next Friday um, on the 24th of, uh, of, uh, of February uh, next week. So I'm going to post this soon. Uh, the token proof link is going to open at 1 p.m. And you're going to have exactly until Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to enter the raffle, after which you will get an email uh, from Token Proof. A lot of you have used Token Proof before, so I'm, I'm not worried about that, but just be careful with links and stuff, of course. Make sure it comes from my official Twitter uh, and from uh, the Discord. I will put it out. Sorry, it's going to come from the Rug Radio Twitter, but I will tweet it myself as well. Uh, so make sure you uh, you uh, you're uh, you know you you pay attention to that. But yes, we're doing an event with you guys and Improbable, and it's going to be fucking sick. I've uh, been working on it for a minute. But you see... Uh, couldn't say it until it was finalized and I was getting the final links and the final approvals and the final goes on everything. So we've been working on this for a couple of weeks now and here we are. Super fun. I'm going to put this out. So anyways, with that, Ovi Mendo, that wraps another great week of Gem Web 3 on Rug Radio. Shout out to Jonah for coming up. Shout out to Golden as usual who's going to put a thread out uh, recapping the Twitter spaces and also uploading it across all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and whatnot. Link in my bio. And with that, with that, with that, we'll see you on Monday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of Gem Web 3 on Rug Radio. Let's go. And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day, good morning to Web 3 with Morocco, Seth, and Mando. Tune in live at 10.30. And it's all on the road radio. It's a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Road radio.